What's this podcast called? Two episodes from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No. I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Homo. God damn Hello, everybody. Welcome to camp. It's summer camp time. Welcome to, welcome to, well, yeah, exactly. Welcome to camp. Camp Wana, Camp Wananakwa. In this movie? Nope. Camp Walden. Uh, welcome everyone um, to podcast from Planet Weird. We're your hosts Juan and Sarah. Hi. And every week on this show, we uh, talk about a different Disney Channel original movie or just movies from our childhood. And today is no different. This is episode one hundred and seventy-nine. Wow, one seven nine. That's a lot of episodes. You know what that means. Sounds like 169. Great. Um, today we'll be talking about a a beloved movie for our generation, I would say, which is the 1998 The Parent Trap, starring yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan. And, and our daddy, Dennis Quaid. And daddy, Dennis Quaid, and some other people in here. A golden retriever. And some ladies. Yeah. So we're going to talk about The Parent Trap today, but real quick, we like to catch up on how what we've been, Juan and I. So Juan, how have you been? The state of the world hasn't made anything easier. I mean, what a broad statement. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say anything, but online band low-key sucks i hate seeing these kids that don't care but like i also get it also we shouldn't be reopening schools also we might as well say band is over party let's just leave it for next year corona one also your connection's really bad (laughs) that's on you you're super glitchy so while you fix that um I've been fine. <laughs> we got a new fridge. How was that? How was having a new refrigerator? Um, it's interesting. It's it's loud when it closes. I wasn't expecting it, but other than that, nothing's really new in my life. Um, interesting. You said I was glitchy. Yeah. Well, guess what, Mama? You don't even exist on my phone anymore. Great. Um. All, all I've been doing, I watched The Mighty Ducks last night because it's finally on Disney Plus. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. So I watched it last night, finished it this morning. And then I was like, okay, I want to watch D2 now. Because when I had typed it on my iPad last night, it had popped up. So I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even know they had D2 and D3. So I'll watch no. those later. And then this morning, when I finished Mighty Ducks, the original, I clicked on D2 and it says... Available October 30th. I'm It'll sorry, do that. what? What kind Did of... Did you not know that Disney pulls that stunt where they, like, put all of their, like, preview, like, this is what we're gonna have later. No, I know they have dates listed, like, online of when things are coming out, but I didn't no, know they Mama. put it up and you can click on it. That's the dumbest thing do... I've ever seen. 
they fully like yeah make it look i know this because i once wanted to watch ant-man and the wasp because i like that marvel movie the best um but it was like sorry this movie will be available later okay well it's on netflix you can still watch it I know, but I wanted I wanted to watch it on Disney Plus. Okay. Well, point is, D two and D three are not streaming yet, but luckily I do have the trilogy on DVD. So I had to dig out my DVD box set, which was on my bookshelf behind a bunch of books. Some books fell in the process. Humble brag that you have a bookshelf. There was a wreck, and uh, but we got it. So I'm almost done with my rewatch. I, I have like half an hour left of D two, and then I'll watch D three as well. But that's it. That's all that's new for me, really. Are you ready to talk about the parent trap? Sure. Parent trap me away. Alright, The Parent Trap is a 1998 American romantic comedy film co-written and directed by Nancy Myers and produced and co-written by Charles Shire. So they, um, are... Only Shire. No, they were uh, husband and wife <gasps> at the time of this. Um, oh, they parent trapped themselves. This movie is a remake of the 1961 movie of the same name, which was The Parent Trap starring Haley Mills playing both roles um and it's an adaptation of a german novel from 1949 called lottie and lisa or das doppelt latchen we love we love a latte did you know this was based on a german novel no does 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 das boot i had no idea what's that what's that What's that German band that uh, that uh, uh, that was in Pitch Perfect? Das Das Sound Machine. I have no idea. Um, so this movie was directed by Nancy Myers, who also made the movies What Women Want, Something's Gotta Give, The Holiday, It's Complicated, <gasps> and The Intern. I'm sorry. Go back. What did you just say? So yes, she's made a ton of you know rom-coms she's also written for and produced other other movies like private benjamin uh the father of the bride movies baby boom yeah but so the the producer i mentioned charles shire he and nancy myers were married and they had a kid named (gasps) hallie myers shire who is in this movie um is she beanbag girl beanbag girl tie-dye girl no she's not tie-dye girl we will talk about tie-dye girl though she's okay, the wait, girl I who guess. says okay is she the girl oh well now you said that she had a speaking role yeah <laughs> it's okay is it a sound or is it like an actual like language what because there's that girl <laughs> that's like hunched over and she's like <gasps> and she's like carrying all those bags no with her. she says words Mm, that's what I meant. Okay. If I do this, I can't see you, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> great. Okay, well, I changed to not Wi-Fi and you disappeared. Well, I can hear you way better now, and that's what's important. But she's okay. a girl who says, "Want me to deck her for you?" 
She's that girl. Oh, she's, she's that one. She's the one who also gets like the shaving cream put on her. Okay, I wanted to I want to do a tag yourself when we get to that part, so be ready. Yeah. So that was her in the movie. She just has a little part. Um, and Nancy Meyer's other daughter, Hallie, who the character was named after, you know, Hallie, um, is also in the movie. I believe she plays the the woman who, after Dennis Quaid falls in the pool and the mom says, like, do you have a first aid kit? I believe that woman who says, yeah, sure. I think that's the real life Hallie that is the Oh, interesting. So, I believe. Anyways, um, and now the girl, not Hallie, but, um, wait, hold on. Hallie what? is the one that said, want me to deck her for you, but then there's another sister, so I messed up the names. Okay. Okay, but Hallie Meyershire, the one who says, want me to deck her for you, she is also a, like, director and writer now, and she directed the movie, um, Home Again, starring Reese Witherspoon, which, um, was a movie, um, but, uh, it stars Reese Witherspoon, and, uh, I saw it with my mom in theaters. It was fine. It was fine. I've never seen this movie. Yeah, no, a lot of people um, haven't, I think. But anyways, um, so this movie came out, like I said, 1998. And the exact date was July 29th, 1998. So a very recent... What are you sending me? Glitchy pics? What the fuck is this? Is this what I look like? Yeah. Oh, it's worse now. It's so bad now. Is this a Digimon egg? It's, what the fuck is it's this? miss. It's miss. It's it's a Pokemon named Missingno. I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay, anyway, it's like a glitch from the first Pokemon game. So the movie came out July twenty ninth, which means the anniversary is. We're recording this on the 20th, so just nine days away. They did actually just do a reunion. It just got released today. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on Katie Couric's, like, Instagram TV. Um, I know Lindsay Lohan was there, Nancy Myers, I think Dennis Quaid and um, Chessie probably were also there. Um, Bless up. Maybe Meredith was also there. I'll take a look real quick. But, um, so that just happened. I don't know if anyone saw that. Parent Trap Reunion. Uh, oh, there's an old man. That must be the producer. Oh my god. Okay, so Meredith Meredith is there. What if Lin- Martin was there? Lindsay's there. Dennis Qu- Oh, is that who that is? Chessie's there. No, this- I mean, it couldn't be the grandpa. There's two old men and they- neither of them look like Martin. But oh, maybe this one? maybe this bald one is Martin. And the other one is the grandpa? Does this say, like... No, not the grandpa. Probably, like, the producer or something. Anyways, that exists and people can go watch that. Um, screenplay was by David Swift, along with Nancy Myers and uh, Charles, her husband. Uh, David Swift also wrote the screenplay, screenplay for the movie... Uh, how to succeed in business without really trying, um, and then also directed and wrote the original Parent Trap movie. So I'm guessing, mm. I'm guessing if it says written by, I don't know if he actually had 
stuff to do with it, or if it was like they gave him credit because this was based on the the original one. I don't know. Um, music by Alan Sir- Silvestri, who also did the music for the Back to the Future movies, Forrest Gump, um, and some Matilda? of the some MCU movies like the Avenger films. Um, Matilda? Did he do Matilda? I don't know, but I kept thinking Matilda throughout this entire movie. <laughs> what year did Matilda come out? Um, shit. I actually don't know. Shouldn't you know this? Oh, he did Richie Rich. Ooh. Your favorite. <laughs> Does that mean he did Legend of Spyro? <laughs> no, who Wasn't did Wasn't it the Richie Rich guy who did Spyro? No, that was a while back that you had said that. That was wild. I forgot who it is. That you were like, this guy probably did the... (laughs) The spy. Are you sure it wasn't Richie Rich? I don't think so. I'm gonna look this up and I'll get back to you. He did Roger Rabbit. Um... I don't see Matilda on here. Okay, never mind. I guess I was just getting lots of Matilda vibes while watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. He did Lilo and Stitch. The Polar Ooh. Express. Beowulf. <gasps> that weird movie? Uh, anyways, this movie made... Uh, well, the budget was $15 million. Do you want to guess what the box office was? Sorry, say that number one more time. The budget was $15 million. $50 million. 15 Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I sounded angry. I want to say 40 million. Okay, incorrect. It was 92.1 million at the box office. Fuck my drag. Okay. Okay, so she made money. This movie. She said I made money. money. How about you? Um Yeah, and the Well, I'll talk about the cast first. So like we said, Lindsay Lohan is playing both Hallie and Annie, the twin sisters, the the lead roles. Um Aaron Mackey was Lindsay's acting double for the scenes where they like appear together. So like you have like an eyeline to look in. Um and she that actress, Erin Mackey, has been on like part of like Broadway shows and like musical tours and stuff like that. Oh so she's a she's a she's in the business. This says she's known for playing the role of Glinda in the Chicago, LA, Broadway and Second National Tour productions of Wicked. <gasps> Okay, okay, we got a Galinda. Um, Dennis Quaid plays the dad. We know him um, from some movies we've talked about before. Natasha Richardson plays the mom, Elizabeth James. And um, didn't we? She was in a movie we did. But I don't recall what it was. <laughs> I literally tried to look up her IMDb, but it would only pull up her bio and none of her filmography. And I got mad. <laughs> None of her filmography. She actually wasn't in a ton of movies. That's right. She was in Made in Manhattan. That's like the only other thing I really know of. I I honestly was mistaking her for who who is Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I always I thought she was Michelle Pfeiffer for like a hot minute. Mm, no, um, I mean rest rest in peace because she did. Uh, die in 2009 is that michelle pfeiffer no natasha richardson she had like a ski injury oh Um, mom 
Yes, the, the one who played the mom. And she was actually married to um, Liam Neeson. What the for hell? For several years before she died, so interesting. Um, Elaine Hendricks plays Meredith Blake, the evil, the villain, you might say, of this movie. Um, has anyone else seen Inspector Gadget 2? Because she was like the female Inspector Gadget in that movie. She was Lady Inspector Gadget? She was like Lady Cop Gadget or whatever the fuck that was. Oh, sorry. I did, Was I saying that I thought Mom was Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes. So you thought this no. was Michelle Pfeiffer? I thought... I thought Elizabeth's character was Michelle Pfeiffer. Elaine. Elaine. <laughs> There's no one named Elizabeth on the cast. Um, Elizabeth I, is the mom's name, which is me fucking up even more now. Oh my god. Lisa and Walter plays Chessie. That's right. Chessie, not Jessie. Even though... Hey, Chessie. Me and several other people as kids thought it was Jessie and grew up to find out that it's Chessie. So she's the housekeeper and nanny over at the the uh, Napa house that the dad has. Um, Simon Coons plays Martin the butler, the British butler over in Annie's house. We have um, a little cameo. We have uh, Maggie Wheeler, aka Janice from Friends, as one of the uh, like camp counselors. She's one of the Marvas, which is fun. Fun to see her. Anyways, um, so for this movie, this is before... It's funny you mentioned Matilda. This is before Lindsay was cast that Scarlett Johansson, Mara Wilson, Michelle Trachtenberg, and Jenna Malone all either auditioned or were considered for the roles. And Jenna Malone t- turned down the roles multiple times. Who's Jenna Malone? Jenna Malone is um, the one who was in... The Hunger Games, Joanna Mason, and she was in Saved. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, wow, she just... She said, she said no, no. Not for me. But more than 1,500 actresses submitted tapes to play Hallie and Annie. And this was Lindsay Lohan's first movie, you know? Um, and we'll get into more of how she got the part in a little bit. Uh, this was it movie because was- of her British accent? This movie was filmed in London, Napa Valley, San Francisco, Lake Arrowhead, and Los Angeles. The Camp Walden scenes were filmed at Camp Seely in Crestline, California. So that's fun. Um, the uh, Okay, anyways, I don't care about that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just reading stuff about Marina Del Rey, and I'm like, I don't care. Um... The uh, reception for this movie has 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, your boy Roger Ebert and his his buddy Gene Siskel each gave the film three stars. Um, Out of four? Um, yeah, I think their rating system... Doesn't make sense. I think their rating system was out of four. That sounds... That sounds so weird. I think that's what they did. How the hell do you have a middle ground? Like, this movie's alright. Anyways, um, Lindsay won a Young Artist Award for Best Performance in a Feature Film. Uh, Like we said, it made a bunch of money at the box office. It was um, number two at the box office opening weekend right behind Saving Private Ryan. I heard of it. Whatever. 
Um, trivia for this movie. I'm waiting for my phone to load. I was like, yes, hello? Uh, for the split screens scenes, Lindsay Lohan wore an earpiece, which would play back the dialogue of the other sister. So, like, when she's... Oh, hello? like, talking to herself? Yeah. This was Lindsay Lohan's first movie. We said that. Um, the boy at the camp. Who yes, says, Mom, can you hear me? Mom, Mom. That's Michael Lohan, Lindsay's brother. <laughs> So that's who that is. Um, How the hell did he get cast in one? Because they're probably just like put her, put him in here. This says a bunch of her siblings like appear in her movies as extras. Um, when Lindsay was eleven, she pretended to be ill so she could skip school and go to her first audition for the movie. <gasps> that little sneak. So that's how she did it. Um, the actress who plays Meredith's mom. Who says you can call me Aunt Vicky? Yes. Um, is that a reference to something? No, she's just saying the name weird. But she is the the Meredith character in the 1961 Parent Trap. Oh, so that's her making a little cameo. Um, like we said, Mara Wilson auditioned, but was ultimately passed over because the producers thought she wasn't old enough to play both parts. Um, my telekinetic princess you don't think she's talented or or old enough how dare you no one said talented <laughs> you said that I just said they said she wasn't old enough you don't bring the talent part into this Um, let's see yeah the twins in this movie okay yeah the twins are named after Hallie and Annie the daughters of the director and producer so that's right. Okay, There's, so one of them is Hallie and the other girl is Annie. Okay, so the the woman who says, yeah, I'll get you the first aid kit at the pool, that's Annie Myers Shire in real life. That's right. Oh my okay. god. Of that course that's name. their names. Um, let's see. The, an oddity for a Disney film, this one shows a mother smoking a cigarette and getting deliberately drunk. Hell yeah, me too. I was just watching Mighty Ducks and there's obviously like Bombay, <laughs> no, obviously Bombay drunk driving, but like they also say bastard, and there's also that part where the kids are looking at like a dirty magazine, and then the the hawks come and take it, and they're like, "That will make great bathroom reading." Ew. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, I think I think it's because they were brave. They were just really brave to have that in there. The scene where Annie and Hallie are lying in bed and the camera pans from the moon to the parents' picture to the twins took six hours to get right. Lindsay Lohan had to change from Annie to Hallie and back all the time. What? How did that take six hours? Movies take a long time. I don't understand. Um, when Nancy Myers decided that she wanted Lindsay to play the role, she called Lindsay herself. To inform her that she had landed the part. And Lindsay <laughs> said, who's this? She said, I auditioned for what? <laughs> How do you have my phone number? Um, this movie took eight months, three weeks, and two days to shoot. Um, 
when Nancy still shorter Myers, than Zac Efron's song. When Nancy Myers was casting for the role, she said, "I'm looking for a little Diane Keaton. Diane is so alive on screen, and that's what I wanted from the actress in these parts." So you heard it here first. Lindsay Lohan is a little Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. I don't know who that is. I was gonna say I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can tell me who that is. <laughs> She wears the hats. Well, I was about to say, did you see that video? She was doing like a video on Instagram of her cooking and she has to go get forks. She's like, oh, I got to go get my forks. I'll be right back. And it takes her so long to come back. And this comedian. (laughs) She went to go take a poo. (laughs) No, no. You can hear her like yelling like, I'm I'm here. I'm just grabbing my forks. What is she doing? She was grabbing her forks, but a comedian I like tweeted that video and was like, where were her forks? Like, how far <laughs> away are her forks? Because she, like, you can hear footsteps. Like, she walks a ways away. So I don't know if she has, like, two kitchens or what. Anyways, um, blah, 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 blah. The word actually was said and sung 23 times. The last time in the last line of the movie, which is, we actually did it. Remember when she said that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, From the opening of the movie, we know that the parents were married on January 8th, 1986. Nicholas Parker was 24 and Elizabeth James was 23. That's so young. Elizabeth's occupation is listed as artist while Nick's is listed as viticulturist. What? I'm assuming that has to do with plants or wine, food and wine. man. Yeah. Me signing a marriage certificate, artist. I do wine. Do you have to say that on a marriage certificate? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Right next to their ages, it also says single. Single. Like, girl, what? Like, okay, yeah. Viticulture is the study of grape cultivation. The cultivation oh. of grapevines. What the fuck? So this man n- isn't just someone who does wine. It's from he the said, Latin I word study for it. vine. I'm a viticulturist. It's just harvesting grapes. Just say you fucking pick grapes in the field, man. I have uncles who do that. I don't think he does it. I think he has people that do it. No. I want him to go out there and do those fields by himself. Anyways, um... Blah, 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 blah. During the booby-trapped cabin scene, which is all the strings and everything. Boom, trap, yeah. Um, where the water balloon is dropped on Annie's head, a thumbtack was fastened to Lindsay Lohan's wig so that the balloon would pop before actually hitting her. The balloon was so heavy that dropping it on her head wouldn't have popped it. Um, and it she would have gotten, broken her neck. It's She could have gotten neck injuries, so... That I thought that's why she like put her lot. hands right like underneath her face was to like support her neck. <laughs> um, let's see. There's an extended ending where Hallie tells Annie, "You guys are going to love living in California," and then Annie replies, "California, you guys are going to love living in London." Then Hallie replies, "London," and then in the front yard, Sammy is barking to the poodle next door. Wait, they brought Sammy with them? What the fuck? Why would they how? As Chessie and Martin are kissing, and Charles is getting home. That's a lot for that extended ending. Yeah, I'm glad they (laughs) 
something. Why would you bring the dog? But not like well, and I guess you did bring Chessie, but let's bring everyone along. Um, why would Chessie won't go anyways? I guess for Martin. The uh, hotel that is used in the movie is called the Stafford Hotel. But let me just say something. I oh. went to the Stafford Hotel in Los- in San Francisco, and it was not this. So I don't know if there's multiple. You said not this. But I felt tricked. St- not the one in London. What if it got renovated? I just know that my mom told me we're going to go to the st- the Stafford. Oh, you know what we went to? It looks like we went to the Stanford. <laughs> oh my god. Y'all stayed at a Holiday Inn. No, but she had told me the Stafford. And I was that was like the one part of the trip I was the most excited for. I think your little child ears mislistened. No, she 100% said the Stafford where they did the parent trap. She scammed you. She did. It seems like it. Because I went into, like, the lobby, and I'm like, this is obviously not it. It's nowhere near, like... <laughs> you said the eleganza where... The water, like, it was not. The water feature, gone. Yeah, this says Hotel Stratford. Well, my mom lied to me, and I want everyone to know that. <laughs> Call her out. <sighs> Anyways, um... In an extended scene, Elizabeth delves further into why she and Nick did not stay together long. She says, I tried living in California, he tried living in London. Hallie replies, so you broke up? Elizabeth tells Hallie that she and Annie were the best thing about the whole situation, and they continued to stroll down the streets of London. So she still doesn't answer her. Yeah, I mean... I mean, (laughs) we we know a couple people that almost broke up because of location, so like... Guess it's valid. You and me? Yeah. Um, let's no, see. No, us and Michelle. The scene. You think this friendship <laughs> is going to last with her living in Levine? Them. No, ma'am. The Let's scene, start with them. The scene where Lindsay Lohan steps barefoot in molasses was shot ten times because it wouldn't <laughs> squish between her toes properly. Ew! What the hell? Were they like, Lindsay, open your fucking toes? That's disgusting. Um, another deleted scene, um, which appears in the trailer, shows Hallie standing out on the deck of the vineyard house, and she sees a shooting star and sings the rhyme, Starlight, star bright. <gasps> and Annie shine appears bright, standing outside for- her window, too. Um, this isn't in the trivia, or I'm sure it is later, but there's also a, a, a trivia fact that... Or there's also a deleted scene where... Hallie as Annie in London meets the Queen. And it makes no I sense. I fucking knew it. I knew that. I was like, when are they meeting royalty? It makes no sense, but it, you can watch it on YouTube. It's just a very Tell me why scene. I thought Annie was supposed to be, like, a royal. Just because we associate British people with royalty. <laughs> Any British person were like, oh my god. Oh my I'm god, so what part of the Queen's family are you from? Um, in an original draft of the script, the uh, a bunch of scenes were altered. There was an extended ear-piercing scene. Um, well, what? Uh, they pierce her navel? No, well, let me say what happened. So while they put the needle through Annie's ear, Hallie screams and passes out. And then Annie smacks Hallie to wake her up, and 
and she asks uh hallie asks annie are you bleeding to death did it hurt and annie tells her no to both questions and shows hallie the needle the needle again and tells her to finish with the other because she cannot go through her life with one pierced ear and then hallie passes out again oh my god um but i will say that that scene where they pierced the ear was like cut on disney channel they, they didn't do it no they like i guess they didn't want to give kids the idea of like how to pierce your ear at home or like how to pierce your friend's ear so that was oh my cut. god um but yet they showed them <laughs> never mind Lindsay lohan has starred in a number of movies that involve some sort of swapping so this movie freaky friday and in just my luck which which is where she swaps her her fortune and luck with a, a man with chris pine i think and Herbie Fully Loaded, where she switches bodies with a car. With a car. Um, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about this. Ew. Don't ew my acne, rude. No, not you. Uh, in the movie, Dennis Quaid is engaged to a 26-year-old gold digger. In real life, his fourth wife is is 26 years old in real life his he is married to a 24 year old gold digger apparently um blah 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 i don't care about that oh that makes sense because i was looking up dennis quaid because why not and i saw that um what's her name hmm but mark no Meredith's what's her Mer- what's Meredith's actor Elaine name? Hendricks Elaine Hendricks I guess commented on him when they announced that they were married Elaine Hendricks commented on Twitter she was like watch out for those twins and I guess that makes sense now oh I did see that tweet I remember that she's always very funny on Twitter she like owns the Meredith character very well mm-hmm. um Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about any of that. Um, Interesting. This says Lindsay Lohan is allergic to horses. Mm -hmm. And we'll leave it at that. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) what is your history with this film? I have literally only ever seen up until the camp scene, and then I always switch the channel, because I watched it on ABC Family. And why did you do that? Because I didn't want to. I wait, didn't want to sit wait, and watch. By camp scene, do you mean the scenes at the camp, or do you yeah, mean like when they I go w- camping by the lake at the end? No, of the I have literally only seen this movie up until they decide to switch, and then they say goodbye at the camp. Why and would then you I do that? The channel. I don't know. Okay. It's okay then. <laughs> that's but a, that's my history. That's a thing you did. Um. Okay, well, this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I watched it so much growing up. This is one of my most watched movies growing up. We had it on VHS, and I watched it all the damn time. Um, I know this movie so well. I watch it all the time when it's on TV, um, and I've definitely seen it past the camp scene. So there we go. Like, I never knew who Chessie was. I would hear you mention the name, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, my God. Okay, then. Great. So this movie, um, 
let's just get into it then, because this movie starts out on a boat with the Nat King Cole song, L-O-V-E, Love. Ah, L. Which, the, the, last, loser. the last song in the movie is by Natalie Cole, his daughter. <gasps> so it what starts, does she sing? It starts with a Nat King Cole song and ends with a Natalie Cole song. She sings, this will be an everlasting <gasps> love. This will be. Oh my God! This will be nothing. Oh, reconnecting. What? What happened? What? You were reconnecting. I didn't hear. All I heard was a small scream. I just not sang, but like mumbled through that song from now on. So I was gonna say, have you? Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Have you seen? Well, I think you brought this up, or like we sang that song last or the other time we were talking to Frankie, and then we brought up Zita Ritz. Who? Oh, yes, you did bring that up, and I was because you were saying, "Fuck this movie." The most iconic thing about that song is this performance. Yeah, that song is amazing. If anyone ever has a chance, just look up Dita Ritz Drag Race, and that will be the first video that pops up. You sh- you all should watch her sing this wanna, song. I was gonna say, do you want to explain that it's a lip syncing? It's lip syncing, right? Yeah, it's Dr- Dita Ritz lip syncing to "Everlasting Love." Uh, she's she's lip syncing against the princess, and she does such a phenomenal job. And Latrice Royale says the most beautiful thing at the end of it. Anyways, so we're on a ship, and there's a wedding, and we uh, we see them signing the papers. We see them drinking some wine at their wedding, and then at the end, they get a souvenir photo, and we see that it's Dennis Quaid and Natasha Richardson, and we see them on the QE2, Queen Elizabeth II boat, and that mm-hmm. photo comes into play later. So now it's 11 years and nine months and later. And nine months. Mm-hmm. And we're at Camp Walden, where it's a girls' camp, but, but we do have Michael Lohan saying, I thought this was a boys' camp. Um, we meet the Marvas, who are the head of the camp, and her daughter, Marva Jr. They're the ones that enforce all the rules, keep everyone in check. The Marvas. Um, and we get introduced to... A plethora of characters. Well, we f- get introduced to Hallie when she has to grab her duffel bag from the pile. And we get introduced to two other girls as well. Glasses girl. <laughs> <laughs> girl Truly, with glasses. These characters don't have names. Which is a bummer. But No, that gives them a more that gives them a, that gives them a mystique. There's more interest there. But it makes it harder for this movie to pass the Bechtel test. If we're not giving these characters names. So, Hallie Parker is from Napa, California. She's got a jean jacket on. She had sunglasses on. She's cool. She's too cool for school. And we She's meet, not from Hollywood. We meet Glass's friend. And she's like, oh, you didn't pull you, out your duffel bag like on time, time. And now it's covered in all these duffel bags. Let me help you. And she can't get it either. Both weak. And then they see a goddess. A lesbian. <laughs> they see a girl grab her duffel bag with one arm and walk off. Iconic. And they both go, oh my god, I'm in love. 
And they say, Hallie says, now that's my kind of woman. And then Glass's friend yells out the most iconic line in movie history. Yo, tie-dye girl! Which, I just want to take a minute to talk about tie-dye girl. Tie-dye girl shaped a generation. And I'm not joking. (laughs) Tie-dye girl is an iconic character, for one with no name, an iconic character. But... She was played by, um, her name's Courtney Woods, and I know this because I looked her up once because I was like, who played Tie-Dye Girl? I want to talk about how much I love Tie-Dye Girl. And I found out she has, like, a, a blog, um, I don't remember what her Instagram is, but she has, like, a, a blog and... I don't think she's active on Twitter anymore, but I had tweeted at her saying, like, I fucking love Tie-Dye Girl, blah, 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 and she tweeted me back and was like, thank you so much, this, like, made my day, and I was like, Tie-Dye Girl, of course! You're Tie-Dye Girl, you're iconic. Um, there was a tweet just, like, a week or two ago, I screenshotted it, and we can post this on our, on our Twitter and Instagram and whatever, um, about Tie-Dye Girl that someone posted. This is a tweet from makes good soup <laughs> at makes love good it <laughs> that's my extra handle how dare you dox me this so it's a photo of tie-dye girl <laughs> and the tweet says she became a hero and icon to thousands of girls everywhere she raised us up and in a way raised us and that tweet started going viral um so what? that was a couple weeks <laughs> ago everyone loves tie-dye girl what can i say um okay but yeah so shout out to tie-dye girl you don't have a name but that's okay you're better than glasses girl um you're stronger you're stronger i will say there was i did speaking of you said lesbian there was i recall a um i think is this oh snap Anyways, there was a, um... Sorry. What the hell? Sorry. I think while I was trying to maybe find out who the actor was, I was looking... Somehow I got on Tumblr, um, and while I was looking at, like, parent trap photos, I did see there's, like, a lot of people that ship Hallie and Tie-Dye Girl. You don't... Is that a surprise to you? No, it's not I surprising. literally did that the second I turned on this movie. It's not surprising, but, like, well, obviously as a kid I didn't, like, think that, but... Now looking back, I'm like, there are some moments here. Like, her giving her a piggyback ride, Tide Egg or calling her babe. They had, like, very gay energy, both of them, throughout this movie. <laughs> but I wish we energy. got more of Tide Egg Girl, but sadly she's only in this opening part at the camp. Um, she should have been at the end with everyone at the end of the movie. She's she's the next house over with the poodle. She's the one. I moved here. Anyways, um, so that's that crew. Like Hallie has Tida Girl and Glasses friend as like her two best friends, and we meet Annie, who arrives in a limo. Annie James, and Annie's butler Martin is like, "Do you have everything? Checks for fruits, checks for vegetables, blah blah blah, vitamins, minerals." And they have their little secret handshake. So, there's that. I will say... They have their little clap, 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 bump, bump, bump. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. 
did it did Anna that and I song? learned that um at some point and so there we did that that was a thing we dedicated our time to learning um okay so Martin says like okay you have fun so Annie went this camp is on the east coast we don't necessarily know where I assume it's like Maine or something yeah it has to be like literally the coastline yeah and it's east coast so Annie came all the way to America to go to a camp what and can Howie you say? went all the way across the country to go to this camp so what what's the deal with this camp it's the most exclusive and iconic camp for girls. There's not even, like, a water slide or anything <laughs> that we see. Maybe because at this camp, they don't worry about fun. They worry about education. It's about fencing. The development of these girls physically and mentally, and their ability to enter the workforce in a, in a manner way stronger than a man by showing them business skills and communication abilities. Anyways, we have the cafeteria scene <laughs> where... Um, this is a very like brief scene everyone's just getting food but it's the first time that we see both twins in frame facing the camera and it's incredible it's incredible because this movie i just watched i just rewatched back to the future part two and i was reading about how that movie was like so innovative for the way it used the same actor and like they placed them in multiple parts of the scene you know what I mean? How Marty plays Marty? Like, yeah, three different characters. But like that was like the first movie to where they incorporated like camera movement in doing that. Mm-hmm. And then this movie, also innovative. I don't know how, but it is. This movie, the special effects in here, like, don't give me don't give me Andy Circus and CGI things like that. No no no. This movie is peak cinema, peak CGI, peak special effects. When they showed those two twins, those two Lindsays, in my face, I believed it. I was like, that's a twin. Lindsay has a twin, and I believed it. Anyways. Honestly, I think now they wouldn't even get, like, the same actor to play the the, uh, the same character twice. They would, like, try to CGI one of them. Well, they, it's like uh, Social Network when they did that poor actor. It was Army Hammer and then that guy... Who got his face replaced with Army Hammer's face? <laughs> they CGI'd his face over, and I'm sure that guy like got paid and everything. But it sucks to be like, yeah, that's me, but you can't tell that's me because it's someone's face over mine. Imagine going home to your mom and being like, "Want to watch this movie that I was in? <laughs> it's yeah. just my body." I know he that that guy has a cameo in there, so at least he gets to point and be like, "That did that. I'm in the movie. See, that's my face." I'm in the movie, not just my bod. But otherwise, it's, yeah, just his body. Anyways, um, we get to the big fencing scene where Hallie is dominating at fencing and Annie says, I'll take a whack at it. That's her accent. How about you take another whack at it? And they have the big fencing scene. They're both really good at fencing for some reason. Hallie They're fa- both like Power Rangers in training. Hallie falls into the water and then she pulls Annie in so they both get wet. And Marva Jr. is like, come on, shake hands. And they... <sighs> okay. I don't know why everyone else, before they turn around and look at each other, doesn't notice that they look... They have the same face. Have you ever been to camp? Have you ever been to anywhere, Sarah? No. I There's, like, kids at band, like, when band used to be, like, a thing, where, like, I would look at them, 
like at the end of like a season and was like have you been part of this band the whole fucking time you you will not believe how little you like understand like i don't blame these kids for not noticing either of the other one of the twins they look too much alike though like i've had kids at my work where i learned that they were twins and i'm like okay i guess maybe they messed them up maybe they're like oh yeah she was an archery last she duplicated? Like, two minutes ago <laughs> like they're she's just really fast she's just running around okay so yeah the girls turn around and they both look at each other and they go <gasps> they gasp they have a, a sister sister type moment but Hallie decides to just be like, whatever, fuck, I don't even care. So she's like, why is everyone staring? And Annie's She believes like, in identical strangers. Annie's like, what? Are you stupid? And Hallie's like, what? We don't look alike. She's like- You have a fat nose and yeah. a big crooked- Yeah. Your, your teeth are a little crooked. Don't You worry. don't have eyebrows. Those things can be fixed. And uh, we also have the iconic line, which is, "Do you want to know the difference between you and me? I can fence and you don't. Uh, you can't, or I have class and you don't." Why I oughta? <laughs> A great scene. Um, okay. I'm just saying. Sure. The "I have class and you don't" is an iconic line. Um, so these girls are clearly something's going on here. Something, oh, what could be possibly happening? They are so, they are the same, they are the same height, they have the same everything. I mean, it goes back to It Takes Two, which we talked about the similarities to this movie, but like, that movie they were identical strangers, (laughs) and this one they're twins. Sure, Jan. Anyways, um, we have the poker scene. Where Annie's dominating at poker, and then Hallie comes in and says, I'll take a whack at it, and we got Brian. And I literally thought she was going to beat her with that bag of cards, with that fucking soccer cord as she comes in swinging. No, but I think this scene, in the, <laughs> I think this scene um, was a lot of probably young girls gay awakening, was Lindsay Lohan coming in and dominating. To the down. Yeah. Um... And while they're playing poker, they make a bet, and they say loser jumps into the lake naked. And Annie ends up losing, because Hallie gets a royal flush. That plays. So Annie jumps into the lake naked, and Hallie and her friends take her clothes. Where's Annie's friends, and why wouldn't they have stopped Hallie, you know? No, they. Everyone took their clothes. Everyone. It left. wasn't just her friends. Everyone left. They just left they her there with this. her shoes. So it's those like, aren't good friends. They're fake friends. Annie, get some new friends. Annie, get your gun. Um, oh my god. Annie. So now it's kind of like a prank war. Annie puts Hallie's, Hallie's bed and her the, her like bunk mates. What do you call it? Roommates, cabin mates, whatever. Uh, all of their beds on the Sis, roof. There's a show on Disney called Bunked. All of their beds are on the roof. How did that happen? How do they do that? It's not possible. I'll wait. Explain to me. Um, and then this is the scene where they do the late night prank. Hallie and her friends are taking some honey, some molasses, some string, no. some water balloons, no. some shaving cream. They're putting it all over Annie's bunk. 
cabin. Okay. Tag yourself. Which one of the girls are you in this cabin? I would hate to be girl covered in honey. I would hate to be girl covered in honey. I hate... Yeah, the girl covered in honey is the one with the short hair, right? The girl covered in honey has it the worst. She's drenched in with the spiders, like the fake spiders. Yes. Yeah, that one always scared me the most. It looked the grossest. She literally wakes up and ha- and looks like she's about to have like a mental break. Like she is traumatized because she's like, ew, ew, ew. I think she's <gasps> shaving. Oh wait, you're okay. There's two girls that are like that that are covered in stuff. But shaving cream, girl. Again, the director's daughter seems to have it the easiest because it's just shaving cream. And that smells good. Oh, okay. So there's shaving cream girl. There's honey girl. There's the girl that has her hair spiked up and like painted green. Oh, yes. I forgot about her. And then you have Lindsay Lohan because I think it's four girls to a cabin. And you have... You have Lindsay... You have the short haired girl with the... Who's also covered in like honey or something but has the spiders as well. I think she's literally just spiders and the other girl is just honey. I don't think they, they're covered in it. Oh, she looked like she was drenched. Maybe she's just sweaty like me when she wakes up. <laughs> Ew, she wakes up in a sweat and she's like, oh, yeah, this is normal. Maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah, so their plan seems to have worked. Everything's getting chaotic in that dorm. But, uh, or cabin. And the Marvas the are there to do surprise inspections. And so how why why would this happen in the morning? Because it's a surprise. No. No. <laughs> That's what she says. Oh god. Is there in the Navajo bunk? Because I guess these are all named after indigenous tribes, which is not great. But I think that's how a lot of camps tend to be. They're like, this is a cool thing. And it's like, maybe not. Can't we just all name our Dorm rooms after, like, different cartoon shows. What the fuck? Teletubbies? <laughs> That's not a cartoon. What bunk are you in? I'm in Johnny Bravo. What are you in? What are you in? Ben 10. I'm in, um... Oh my god. <laughs> I'm in... What's that? What's that weird one from Nickelodeon that I always bring up? I'm in Mike Lou and Og. Mike Lou and Og? What the fuck? I forgot about Mike Lou and Og. That's the weirdest one because I don't think anyone actually remembers it. No, I do. Anyways, so Hallie's like, don't go in there. No, someone's sick. It's awful. Don't go in. And Annie realizes she doesn't want them to go in because if the door opens, a bunch she of... She gets tarred and feathered. Yeah, she basically get tarred and feathered. And so... The Marvas go in, and it's so chaotic. They get covered in, what, like, molasses? and they No, it's s- chocolate. It's chocolate. Chocolate syrup. Even though they say got milk when they pour it into the bucket. I think it's supposed to be, like, chocolate milk, like, mix, like... With syrup? I don't think it's... I, honestly, I have no fucking clue, girl. It looks like, It looks thick. Um, so they get covered in that. They're sliding across the floor. They get covered in feathers... Um, oh, we forgot about the water balloon that almost broke Lindsay Lohan's neck. That happened. Um, but basically, Marva says the twins need to pack. Well, not she doesn't call them twins, but she says you and you pack your bags because they're going to the isolation cabin. Well, no, everyone goes on this hike with like their pillows and blankets. Which I'm like, are they all gonna just sleep in the woods? 
No, I think they. I think the rest of the camp just has to see it as like a, an example of like what can happen if they fuck up, and so they have to walk with them there. Also, follow up question: Does every camp have an isolation cabin? Because like this one had one. And Adam's Adam's family <laughs> values had one. Like, I don't. Y'all know really I mean. out here with a cabin in the middle of the woods, being like, "This is where you go." I guess they need naughty. some type of like prison disciplinary room. I don't know. I didn't go to camp. Um, so, isolation cabin. The girls aren't getting along, obviously, because they hate each other. And then on a stormy day, Annie <sighs> helps Hallie close a window, and that's like the first nice moment that they have. She helps Hallie her says, and she says, thanks. She says, come to my window. Mm. Um. And also, Annie doesn't know who Leonardo DiCaprio is, so... Good for her. I wish I'd never did. Yeah, same. Um, And this is when they kind of talk a little bit about, you know, their childhood or their parents. I don't have a mom. You don't have a dad. Yeah. We're born the same day. What the hell does that mean? There's also the... I have a picture. Yeah. There's also the Oreos and peanut butter that they bond (gasps) over. I'm allergic to strawberries. I like Oreos and peanut butter. What? Me too. Okay, I let me just say, I think I told Okay, but this... have you tried those Oreos and peanut butter thing yet? Can I finish? No. Do you don't yes. do you don't think maybe that's what I was about to say? I mm, think I told mm, this <laughs> it goes hand in hand with I think I might have said it when we were watching Star Wars episode 1 because this was like on the same day. But when I had a babysitter back in the day, I thought you were going to stop at right at when I had a baby and I said, excuse? No, when I had a babysitter back in the day, I usually she would come over to my house. But there was like one time when I had to go over to her house um, and I was there. It was like her, her, her like sister who was like around her age as well. And then their little baby sister. Remember I told you how like we were watching Star Wars episode one and Darth Maul gets cut in half and they were like, Anna, look away to the baby. <laughs> Okay, so that yes. same day we also watched The Parent Trap because those, I guess, were like my two go-to movies that I brought with me to their house. And I was like, we're going to watch The Parent <laughs> Trap away. and also Star Wars Episode One. But we watched The Parent Trap and um, we ate uh, Oreos and Skippy peanut butter because they were like, we should do that too. And so we did that and I thought that was a fun thing. So Was it gross or not? Nah? Should I eat? It was fine. Like, I haven't had it since, but I don't. I'm not a huge, like, peanut butter on everything person. I like PB&J, and then, like, I'll have it with, like, fruit, like, put it on apples or something, or waffles to get protein, but I've never been, like, a huge everything goes with peanut butter person, like. See, I love a nut. I love peanut butter. Um, I actually don't like jelly anymore. Mmm. How fun for you. Like, I thought about it, because I've had a lot of, I've been eating a lot of PB, or not yeah, PB and bananas, like peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Okay, Elvis. <laughs> um, Elvis? That's what they. That's like been a thing in like pop culture that he liked those. I don't. I have no idea if that's true or not. Interesting. I just eat them because of the protein and the the stuff for your the potassium your muscles. Yeah, the potassium. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I the other day I was like, should I eat it with jelly? And I said, no, that sounds gross. Okay. So, we're evolving. 
But yeah, that's just whenever I see the Oreos and peanut butter scene, I always think of that with my babysitter and her sister. You Shout think, out to Annie, them. look away. Shout out no. Shout out to them though. They were they were cool. Um so like you said, they have the same birthday, October eleventh. Coming out day, I should add. Coincidence? I don't think so. Hallie is gay mm-hmm. confirmed. <laughs> um so yes, they're like your birthday's on October 11th? Oh my god, mine is. That's so weird that we look alike. Have the same and we birthday. have the same birthday. And you don't have a mom, and I don't have a dad. dad. We both are allergic to strawberries. I mean, not that they told each other that, but we saw that. We both like Oreos and peanut butter, and only siblings can like that. I have this tattoo that says, I have a twin, if found, look at, and then you have the same one, but it says our names. Yeah, they both have a picture with their parent that left in the photo. <laughs> why Why would the other parent keep the picture of the other one? I don't know. That's so weird, but okay. Why would, well, why would you keep one of yourself? Um, I'm narcissistic. I, well, at the... When they cut up that picture, they would have had kids, so that would have. It makes sense that they would cut it and be like, "I'm gonna give this to my kid, so they know what you look like." Juan, you're just narcissistic, <laughs> and that's what we know. <laughs> Anyways, so at first, Hallie isn't really getting it. Um, she's because she's just like, "Let's go get some popsicles or something." And Annie's Tag like, yourselves. Which one are you, Annie or, or Hallie?" Okay. Hold on, let me finish this and then I'll ask you something in a minute about the twins. Okay. But Annie's like, no, don't you get it? Like, we both have, like, a photo and then they they talk about how, like, oh, it's ripped right down the middle. And the other one's like, oh, my God, mine is two. And they put them together and they see their parents. They also Could both have lockets. Were... Oh, yeah. Could you imagine if what? Could you imagine if they were ripped down the middle, but, like, in different ways? Like, it's not even the same photo. It's, like, like vertical and someone's horizontal. is ripped horizontally and someone's is ripped vertically. And you're like, oh, shit, never mind, I guess. So they find out, they're like, okay, so if we're both born on this day, we look alike, and we have the same parents, we must be sisters. And then the other one's like, Hallie, we're like twins. They're and cousins. It's a beautiful moment. What I was going to ask you was, which twin is your favorite? Or which do you identify with the most? Which could be different answers for those. Interesting, interesting. I think I'm Hallie, but I resonate with Allie. There's no one in this movie named Allie. <laughs> What's your name? What's Annie. Your name? <laughs> Annie. Yes, I think I'm a Nicole Hallie, Annie? but I resonate with Annie. Annie! Mrs. Sauce wanted to see you! Good to see you too, Jar Jar. Get away from me. I can't wait till we watch episode two and do a commentary. Okay, I have always been... Again, maybe this this is similar to like how I always loved Mary-Kate more than Ashley. Maybe it's because she was more like tomboyish. But like mm-hmm. I always loved Hallie more as well. I thought Hallie was like the coolest, you know? Yeah. She had a denim jacket. She had a girlfriend. <laughs> She had a tie-dye <laughs> girl. No, she was just like really cool. She was great at poker. She beat Annie at poker. I didn't care about fencing. I've never fenced in my you life. Do you even know how to play poker? 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 No, I don't. Um, 
so they're just like hanging out together whatever they're happy that they're sisters and twins and then Hallie gets the idea oh my god we should switch places because Hallie's like I read this German novel called <laughs> das, das whatever the fuck das sound machine so she's like we should switch places like that way we can meet the other parent and then Annie's like okay yeah and this is where we have the montage to the song Do You Believe in Magic written and performed by Ali and AJ of course no <laughs> nothing no not written or performed by them I'm just it's referencing. By the no, it's not by them. I'm just referencing when. What? It's by the Loving Spoonful. Oh, it is the Loving Spoonful, my dear. Remember, we asked. We were talking to AJ Mashaka at, at like a Comic Con, and we were talking about that song because it was in Now You See It, the Disney Channel movie. And yeah. I was like, honestly, like I know someone else wrote that song, but I always think of that you guys. But wrote it's it. you. I'm like, I don't care who actually did. I just say that was Ali and AJ. And she's like, it was actually the Love and Spoonful. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I keep... Okay, here's my stupid ass. I just mixed up the monkeys with the Loving Spoonful and the Loving Spoonful with the Mamas and the Papas. That's why I was like, I don't think you're right, but I'm going to Google this. I mean, those are all bands from like similar eras. They're literally the all like the same are, band. Like British, like, I don't blame you for thinking. The monkeys. And then there's also a Beatles cover in this movie. Oh my god. But okay, can I tell you something right now? Sure. I am a hoe for like, Here Comes the Sun. That song mm-hmm. is mwah, chef's kiss. Oh wow. Yeah, I love that song too. And that was always, I don't know that I could, I'm sure after I practice a little bit I could play it, but it was always like my favorite to play on guitar. And the only reason why I love it is because of B-movie. Oh, cool. Okay. Not because it's George Harrison, arguably the best Beatle, and everything he brought to the table with that song. No, just the B-movie. Great. Um, So during this little Do You Believe in Magic montage, the girls are teaching each other about their lives. Like, this is my grandpa. This is Chessie. This is Martin. This is what we do. This is how we, this is where we eat. This is blah, blah, blah. This is how we do the handshake. Boop, 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 you know. Mm. And then Are you Betty Boop? Boop boop doop. I'll And then this <laughs> is where we have the haircut scene where Harry yes. has to cut Annie's hair because she has long hair. This is your mom cutting your hair. I know. I asked my mom if I, if she wanted me to cut her hair yesterday and she was like, no. And I said, I get it. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at anything. And then you I said, stormed Yeah, out you're right. I never hold scissors. Um, so the haircut scene, she cuts her hair. This is a very memorable scene to me. For some reason, I always hear her like... There's this weird like... It's in my brain. I don't know why. When a long like stra- squiggly strand of hair or like chunk of hair falls to the floor and you hear one of the girls go... Ooh! Like that. <laughs> and then Hallie says, looking good. For some reason, that's, like, in my brain. But hair is cut. Hallie's like, honey, you never looked better. And then Hallie realizes, I have pierced ears, and now we have to pierce your little British ears. Because I can't come back to Napa with not pierced ears. Yeah. 
What is this? A camp where they fill in your gauges? No, that's not what what the camp is. So I then, say let's do the same thing that they did to her, but we do it to my nipples. To your nipples. I thought you said tonight yes. at bowls. I'm like, what is bowls? <laughs> Some gay club you go to? Jesus. Let's do this at bowls. Tonight at bowls. At bulk and skulls. There That's like a- some Stefan thing, like the hottest club <laughs> in Arizona bowls. is bowls. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the scene that got cut from Disney Channel. I believe they still aired it on ABC Family or Freeform, whatever. But yeah, she sterilizes the needle and then uses an apple to like push the needle through and they s- scream. Um, this did always scare me as a kid. I was like, fuck, no one better come towards my ears with a, a needle. My my ears are uh, not pierced, just so everyone knows. I thought they were. Mine? Are you serious? Why have... why Am I being Moncala at effect? Like, what's happening? I always thought your ears were pierced. Why would they be pierced? I don't know. I always thought you had, like, maybe a little stud in it or something. No. <laughs> what no. the fuck is happening? Didn't you want to get so yours confused. pierced? Yeah, I do. I or just do. one? No, both of them. Okay, you gonna do that? Have your mom do pull a Hallie and do this with the apple. My mom would rather beat the shit out of me than pierce my ears. Are your sister's ears pierced? Yeah. Have your sister do it. It's a it's a gay thing. I know what it's you're a- saying. I get it. Oh. <laughs> I understand. But have your sister do it. No. <laughs> you think I trust my sisters? You should. Period. You should trust them more than anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the ear piercing scene. And then last day of camp, they say their goodbyes. Annie takes off in... Um, fuck tie-dye girl. Fuck tie-dye girl. Yeah, fuck, fuck their friends. Annie takes off... Um, well, first Hallie as Annie takes off in the limo. And then Annie mm-hmm. as Hallie... Um, Leaves takes later. off in a private plane <laughs> yeah she leaves later um and when hallie as annie gets to the airport in london and meets martin it's like that moment of like oh fuck i have to do the handshake what if i fuck this up and she gets it right and it's all good and he has no idea that this is a completely different person no um and then we have uh hallie as Annie meeting the grandfather who smells mm-hmm. like peppermint and pipe tobacco. I like how when you turn it on Disney Plus, it's like parental warning tobacco use. Tobacco. And also when she drinks the wine later. It didn't mention that at all on Disney Plus. But I always think of that because I'm like, if I ever went to a wine tasting, I would just be saying bullshit like that. I think this I'm more the, the subtle hints of floral grape. <laughs> <laughs> I have that in the back of my head if everyone if I ever find myself at a wine tasting just I find myself oh, partial to the California grape. And everyone's I, like this is from California. But people smell it and like they're like this is Kool-Aid and I'm like <laughs> I didn't say I was drinking it. Anyways, um so she meets grandfather and she meets mom and this moment where mom comes down the stairs is eleganza is is very elegant um it's the first time we see the mom 
and it's she's beautiful it's really something it's like it, it does the way it's shot and kind of like in slow-mo makes it seem like she's like the most majestic creature on earth mm-hmm. or something like she is a royal like the queen who like that's the queen um she literally looks at the queen and says and you'll never be royal royal uh she goes to work with her mom because she's like would you mind coming with me to work would you, oh my would you God. want to come with me? It's Tuesday and then would you want to come with me to work? Shut up. <laughs> it's um, And we have the, I, I love this song moment. It plays that song, Never Let You Go. It's by like Hakaranda or something. It's by some okay. like weird band name or artist name. But I love this song and moment where she's just like putting on hats and stuff with the woman she's, she's like give me a hat and she pulls out a white and a black one and i'm like girl what kind of choice what it kind works, of fucking though. choice are you gonna put a black hat on this white wedding dress um and meanwhile in napa california annie as hallie arrives and meets dennis quaid she meets oh, her, my God. her papa for the first time. And she's, like, so hyped that she's with her dad. She keeps saying the word dad, father. She's like, oh, my God, you're my dad. I have a dad. Hi, dad. Daddy. <laughs> daddy wasn't there. No, daddy is here. And he's right in front of me. Hi, daddy dad. is right here. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, what the fuck? Why do you keep saying dad? And she's like, I just love you, dad. You're my dad. <laughs> Hi, Dad. I, you are my dad. Um, and we also meet Chessie, like we said, housekeeper and nanny at the dad's house. And Chessie, well, is legendary. She, yes, she's legendary, and she is telling Annie as Hallie about Meredith Blake, and she's just low key like. There's a million okay. reasons in his bank why she loves him, blah, blah, blah. So she already is. Like, I called her a gold digger mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. So. Could you imagine, like, having two successful parents? Like, extremely <laughs> successful. Like, they're both super successful. No, yeah, they really hit the jackpot, didn't they, with these. I'm like, y'all are some white little girls with, yeah. like, extremely successful parents. You throw some. Some people of color in this movie. It's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. A whole different story. Um, I mean, she did have a little. She did have a little uh, a person of color friend at the beginning. So this, yeah. Where's the movie about her? <laughs> she just about went back. White home. girls. Um. So we meet Meredith Blake, and immediately Annie like hates her because she's like she's lying Who on the. Wouldn't phone. hate Meredith Blake. She is young. And like, she's 26? She seems evil. I think 24. Oh, that's even... Or no, maybe Mama. it was 26. I don't remember. I know that I fell in love with a 45-year-old man, but... Mama. Anyways. Um, okay, so she calls Hallie. Annie calls Hallie and is like... He's marrying crew or not marrying because we don't know that yet, but like, well, no, she's trying to tell Hallie that like dad's dad's like, doing some shady shit, and then yeah. Hallie's like, bye. She says, crumple, crumple with the candy wrapper. <laughs> crumple, crumple. Are you there? I think I lost you. Um, and Chessie 
overhears this late at night because the next morning she's like why are you making mysterious phone calls from the bathroom and she's like uh my friend in bora bora anyways um so chessie already is like hmm something's up here meanwhile jesse been known dad talks to annie uh as hallie still Mm -hmm. about meredith and he like almost tells her the news about like because Hallie's like, Dad, I need a mother. Annie as Hallie. Sorry, whatever. He's like, Dad, I need a mother. And he's like, you're right. Just you're call so them right. Annie and Hallie. You're so right. And he almost is like about to say that they're engaged and then interrupted. She's like, I would love an older sister. No, not yet. Interrupted. This is when they're oh. in like the wine cellar. And then we meet oh, Meredith yes. and her like assistant dude who's very queer coded. I didn't know if they were, like, together or, like, yeah, he was, like, her BFF, her GBFF. Yeah, I was confused about that as a kid as well. This guy just, like, weirded me out. Just the, the fact that he, there's the only line in this movie is, ooh, ice woman. And then she says, proud ice of woman. it, babe. That's oh, also, like, it. what the fuck? Yeah, it was just I have weird. never called you babe. Proud of it, babe. Yeah, no. It's just, and okay, he doesn't but, show up again. No. Okay, so here's my thing. Because later on, Meredith's dad is like, I'm so happy for you. And then Meredith's like, there's a million reasons why you're going to be happy for me. Um, is everyone in on this scam? I think her and the parents are very aware that he's but rich. Also, this gay friend? Probably. She this probably told queer? him too. Yeah. She probably told him, too. Um, She's telling everyone. She even told fucking... Not Allie. She even told Annie. So, Dad and Annie go horseback riding. That's Annie pretending to be Hallie. (laughs) They go horseback riding, even though Lindsay Lohan is allergic to horses. And again, he's trying to tell her, like, that they're engaged. But she says, and leaves. She books it. She (laughs) runs away. Like, she goes off with the horse. She's giddy up, giddy up. And then she's running down a field. And she goes inside. She's, like, freaking out. And then Chessie confronts her. And she's like, why have you been acting so weird? Like, it's almost as if you were... And then she says, almost as if I were who, Chessie? Almost as if I were Annie? And she's like, you know about Annie? And she says, I am. I ah. am Annie. And then this, and then it's a telenovela moment. This mo- this moment in the movie, though, it really hits hard. This is like... I love how Chessie, is the- Chessie and, and Martin mm-hmm. are the two most emotional characters when it comes to the reveals. But they're also like the ones that... Took care of these kids. They took care of the kids. Well, I was going to say, and like keep this secret i mean the grandpa does as well but like well, the grandpa's the one that outs yeah uh yeah well he doesn't out but he's like here's why you need to tell your mom but no he finds out no the, i guess outs and finds out is different yeah he doesn't out anyone he just says you need to tell her on your own he doesn't go yeah and tell i guess i meant out as like they find out not like they outed her <laughs> That's not what out means. I know. But Chessie... Yeah, I love that Chessie finds out, but she doesn't tell 
the dad. She's basically like, fuck this dad for not picking up on the fact that this is... Like, not like Chessie is picking up on the fact that she's acting differently. And, and is acting well, I mean, as if she's her twin sister. I mean, Chessie also has, like, the dog to back her up. I know, but the dad hasn't seen any of this shit. No, because he doesn't care about her. That's what I'm saying. And Chessie's the true, like, parent here. Parental unit. Taking care of her, realizing that she's different. Realizes this is a different human being in our house. But, like, I'm different. is still family. And she's like, I'm looking at her just like I looked at her when she came home from the hospital. I mean, they live in an Applebee's. So, like, when you're there, you're family, so. Um... But yeah, so she does not tell dad. Chessie just is crying and hugs her. Can I hug her? <laughs> Very emotional. And she's like... She's like, what do you want? I'm going to make you everything. Gonna make everything in the kitchen. <laughs> I love that. Um, so then dad tells Annie, as Hallie, that, she, that he's marrying Meredith. And she's like... Well, at first, it's just like, what, what do you think about her becoming family? And then she says, yeah, I always wanted a sister. And then he says, no, I'm going to marry her. And she freaks out. She starts yelling in French because Annie knows French. Um, how does she not, like, well, how does the dad not, like, instinctively go, excuse me? The dad is truly the worst character in this movie. Forget Meredith. I don't care about Meredith. Like, the dad. The dad is so oblivious. At least we know that, that Meredith, like, knows that she's in it for the money. Isn't kidding herself or anything. The dad, like, thinks he's this fucking great dad. But, like, doesn't realize... Like, he's too busy focusing on Meredith to realize that this isn't his kid. Like, even the fact that, like, on the... Like, in London, when Hallie reveals, like, I'm Hallie to the mom, like, she tells them before they go to the hotel, obviously, the Stafford Hotel in San Francisco or (laughs) wherever the fuck... <laughs> but the dad doesn't realize any he doesn't find out any of this until they get there and he finds out at the fucking pool when he falls in the pool like the mom was the more trustworthy one anyway anyway fuck oh dad. for sure even though the mom gets like viscerally drunk which is something that i would do if i was meeting up with an ex she is still a, she's still the best one um so we have okay the scene Right after this, when she's talking French and she gets all angry, we have this scene that has always disturbed me from when I was a kid, and it's when Meredith drives up in her fucking convertible, and then is talking to the dad, and at the end she, like, she unbuttons his shirt. (laughs) Oh, and she's like, I like it when I can see a little chest hair. That grossed me out when I was a kid. I was like, "This, this is not it. If you want to cut any scene from this movie, it should be this one. This is not it. Not, not this, Mama. Not this. Mama, this is garbage. Um, anyways, we have Meredith and Annie as Hallie talking. This is at, like, the swinging little bench, you know? And this is when Annie's like, basically, you only want him for his money. And she's like, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna off you. I'm gonna have you executed if you fucking... She's, like, oh threatening her. She's like, if you don't back off, you're going to be sorry, blah, blah, blah. She pulls a Count Olaf and she's like, I'm going to cut you like a fucking fish. I will say this scene um, 
Liz Gillies and Elaine Hendricks, who plays Meredith. So they were they were co-stars on Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. And they mm-hmm. they did a, a video of this on YouTube where they recreated this whole scene, where, where Liz is playing Lindsay Lohan's character, which is really great. So look that I, up, kids. If you were in Lindsay Lohan's character position, what the hell would you have done to Meredith right here? Spit on her? I don't know. I would have hit slit her fucking throat. I would have ended her existence right then and there. I do not take this. I would have, like, recorded her saying this shit to me and then played it to my dad and been like, she just said, she just threatened me. <gasps> oh my god. Also, right before this, we have her, like, ringing that bell at Chessie. Chessie! Yeah. I was like, that's when I wrote, okay, that's where I wrote down, I would have ended Which her is life, a new like, thing right that she just there. brings. She's like, this is just what this place needs. That's not like a thing they do there. Like, she just brought No, that no. Thing. And Chessie's like, what the fuck? Um, I would have, nope. If these two things happened to me back to back, you bet her body would have been found on the beach. We have the emergency fax that comes in. Wow, the wine tasting is going on. <laughs> So emergency facts where Hanny Hanny, sorry, that's my Hanny? that's my uncle's name. Um, where Hallie <laughs> goes to a payphone in London and calls Annie and A booth. A payphone, pay booth phone booth, whatever the fuck. Both. A Doctor Who? A Doctor Who what are those called? A TARDIS? Yeah, the TARDIS. Um, and then the grandfather ends up overhearing. He's like, "We have something to talk about, huh?" It's Tuesday. I thought he was gonna beat her ass. No, he's basically like, "Okay, you need to tell your mom what's going on." Um, so mm-hmm. Hallie tells her mom who she is and what happened. She's like, "Anna, Annie's not here. She's in Napa with her father." This mo- this moment is always memorable to me too. The fact that she does it like under this sheet. She's not even looking at her mom when she does it. And then her mom's like, wait, what? It messes me up when she says, will you still like me even though I'm not Annie? Or like she says something like that where she's like, are you still going to like, will you still love me as much as you did when you, when I thought I was Annie? When you thought I was Annie? Yeah. And again, that, this like, mom is up. very nice. This mom's pretty cool about it she's like she says, oh my god no. i'm so glad you're here it doesn't question anything about like how did this happen where did you say my daughter was have you talked to her what's going did you on just call her her daughter i said daughter but maybe i sounded weird anyways <laughs> um so they come up with a plan that they're gonna meet up at this hotel that i thought i was gonna go to in san francisco but didn't go to and we get it the parents are going to meet up, but the dad has no idea. The dad and Meredith are going to, like, check out this place for the wedding or something. I think it's their, for their honeymoon. But the parents are there. Sis, I have no idea. I thought they were checking it out for, like, a wedding place. Like a venue? Or, like, a reception place or something. I don't know. I don't understand weddings. But he has no idea what's going to go down. Whereas the mom knows that she's about to meet up with her ex. And she's freaking out. She's like, Martin, come with us. Yeah, and she also drinks some vodka for the first time. Which is fun for her. And Martin wears a leather jacket. He wears a leather jacket and he says, If I 
was your age and had your legs, I'd wear this little number and has the dress. That's why I thought he was gay. Okay. I thought Martin was a big old gay. And I said, oh. icon. It doesn't mean he's not bi or pan just because he's with Chessie at the end. Doesn't mean he's not queer. Um, so mom is nervous, like we said. She gets drunk. Um, so at the hotel, we have Meredith and her evil parents who, like you said, pretty much know that he's a rich man and they also seem very evil just like her they're like oh yes um i think that's just white people (laughs) probably um we have the drunk mom showing up and hallie and martin arriving as well annie runs into her mom and because the mom is so drunk she doesn't understand that both of the twins are (laughs) Mm -mm. in the same vicinity she just keeps thinking they're one kid so that's fun um, the dad sees the mom as the elevator is closing and is shocked that she's there. And that's when the mom realizes, you set me up. He had no idea I was going to be here. What's going on? And the twins sit her down and they're like, here's what's happening. This is Meredith. And we hate her. We want you guys to be together again. And then Chessie and Martin are like, well, yeah, we knew. But like, this was such a cute idea. And like, I'm a hopeless romantic. And we just thought this was a fun idea. Because at first the mom is like, you guys knew about this? Also, the mom, who hasn't seen Chessie in years, remembers her. Remembers her, and Chessie's like, I knew there was a reason I liked her. Which is also so nice. You think the dad remembers Martin? Probably not. The dad probably yelled homophobic slurs at Martin. When they were younger. What the hell? Think about it. Um, anyways, we have Hallie. The, uh, if anyone's homophobic in this, mer- in this movie, it's fucking Martha. What's her name? Meredith? Meredith. We yes. have the mom. Okay, so the mom is like, okay, we're not doing some scheme. Like, we're just switching the kids. We're just switching you guys and we're leaving. Like, understood? That's it. We have Hallie meeting Meredith for the first time. Where Meredith thinks, obviously, that they've already met. And that this is also mm-hmm. a famous moment where she says, you talking to me? What are you, Robert De Niro? Yes, I'm talking to you. Oh my goodness. My mom and I say that a lot. Um, so she's like, oh, also throughout the movie, they call Meredith Cruella, which is fun. Yes. The Disney, Disney reference in a <laughs> Disney movie. Um, <laughs> We have Meredith meeting the mom and fangirling over her because she loves her as a designer. And she's like, oh my god, I can't believe this. Freaking out. I can't believe it's you. I can't believe you've done this. Not knowing that that's her soon-to-be husband's ex-wife. This whole situation is just like chaos and messy and I love it. it's so fun. And so at the pool, the dad sees the mom. Again, it's like a slow-motion, elegant moment. A, a queen. And he dies. The queen is coming. And yeah, he falls into the pool. And then uh, Meredith introduces Elizabeth. She's like, this is Elizabeth James. And he's like, "Um, I fucking know. And she's like, wait, you two know each other? And then she's like, "Uh, these are our daughters. And then Meredith looks like such a fool. Meredith looks like a fucking clown. Hong Kong, clown shoe, clown shoe. Hong Kong. Um, so 
dad is so shocked that Hallie and Annie are together, that they've met somehow. This whole time he's like, wait, I had the wrong twin? I had no idea. I was trying to bone this 26-year-old. My bad. Um, and then we have Hallie and Annie setting up this like boat date for the parents to go on where they recreate their wedding. or their, the night. Did they get married in the same night that they met? No, no, no. They met on the cruise, and I guess I okay. Yeah, honestly, hmm, because they said be we're honest. recreating the night. They're recreating the night we met, but this is also the scene of the mar- the wedding. So either they met on that boat and married that night, and married the night, or they met there, dated throughout months, years, or whatever, cruise? and then came back. No, Mama, they dated on that cruise liner for two and weeks. then. For two weeks and then got married is what it looks like. At the end of the cruise? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's must have been those a good are choices. Um, must have been a damn good cruise. Disney Cruise Liner, step it up. So the mom and dad are talking about like why they split up, you know, what happened, how they what th- did happen? stuff at each other. What happened? Um I don't know. I think like I'm still trying to piece it together. I mean, they got married within a few days. <laughs> That's what happened. But like, okay, they both obviously love each other. But what's her name? What's the mom's name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Um, she's like, she says it would have been fine if he if he hadn't driven me so crazy. But was it literally just like? them not knowing how to live with each other because they only met for two weeks and then like trying to live together immediately and like they both she said they both had a temper i guess we find out why they're also both so young they also are like entrepreneurs yeah they both like she wanted to be in london he wanted to be with the grapes the california grapes she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts, yeah. he's cheer captain, and I'm on the bleachers, yeah. Um, so that night doesn't really do anything for them. We have Chessie and Martin also being the, like, waiters in that moment where they, yeah. like, bump into each other. Well, we do get that moment where the where the mom says, I left, where he's like, why did you leave, or why did you pack? And she's like, all of this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And then she says, and then I went to the airport, and you never you, yeah, chased you after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that comes. She wanted a friend's you. moment. She wanted a. I got off the plane. Um, Hallie and Annie decide. Okay, we're not gonna tell you which one of us is which. We're gonna keep doing American accents, both of us, until we all go on the you camping do trip. Do what you we do. You yeah. do what we want. <laughs> we're in control now, and so they all are gonna go on this family camping trip that the dad and Hallie do every year. And they want to go as the four of them as a family. And then Meredith is upset at this. And so the mom She's is not like, upset. She's like a little jealous beyond. Yeah. And the mom is like, oh my God, you should come too, obviously. And then the mom later decides, no, you should just go instead. Because like, she I don't need to go. She pulls a fast one on her. She, she says, psych. Her. She played her real well. Because then Meredith's like, well, if you're not going, I definitely don't need to go, obviously. And then the mom's like, no, you should go because these kids are going to be yours, too. So You should bye. get used to them. And so she sets them. She sets Meredith up. 
Um, so she rolls this ball. On this camping trip, we have uh, the hike where um, they're putting the kids are putting rocks in her Prada bag. This is why I thought of Matilda. Because they're pranking her. Because the lizard. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're putting. I thought they were going to put the lizard in the water like they do the newt to Miss Trenchbull. No, they're putting rocks in Meredith's bag so it weighs down. Her- on her shoulders more and then the lizard that they put on her water bottle and then eventually her Evian bottle her Evian bottle and then they eventually put in her hair which crawls into her mouth great CGI <gasps> lizard I would I would rather that's such a fear of mine for something to crawl in my mouth yeah no iconic moment though of this movie then we had the camp it literally drove me we had the campfire dinner um where <laughs> <laughs> the clicking. Yes! <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of this movie is Meredith clapping the sticks together. And saying, I don't want the It's like the same to- amount of claps and in the same rhythm, too. Yeah. And then she realizes, there are no mountain lions. These kids just fucked with me. And then... They clowned me. These kids clown her one more time when they take her... Because Meredith takes a sleeping pill, has a deep sleep, and they drag out her air mattress and sleeping bag and send her into the lake oh my god this is actually terrifying could you imagine <laughs> she could have gotten fucking cramp cri- nope she could have gotten camp crystal lake where like jason she, pops out of the water and drags her to hell she was fine but i don't get why the dad wasn't in the same oh me neither magic. i don't understand why you wouldn't be sharing a tent yeah, or like, was he on the other side but didn't wake up because the no, mom no, no. originally the dad is fully the, the dad is next to the two girls, and then Meredith is, like, on the way other side of the camp. Wait, what? Because the the mom was saying, like, oh, I get why you don't want me to go, like... Or, like, Meredith was saying, I don't want you sleeping in the same, the same sleeping bag as my husband. Or my soon-to-be husband. So that's why I assumed there was going to be, like, a big, like, queen-size air mattress or something with, like, them on one sleeping bag, one air mattress. But... Either way, she sails on out into the lake, wakes Come up in the morning, away. wakes up in the morning, falls into the water, and says, that's it, to the dad, and says, it's me or them, take your pick. And he says, And then without them. hesitation. Daddy has finally learned something. Daddy's, daddy is growing. The growth here. He says, T-H-E-M. Get the picture? And then we later found I, out like, she threw the engagement ring at him. Mm-hmm. Engagement's off. Who who the hell pulls that kind of stunt to anyone? Like, oh, I love this. Is that a vacuum? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love when like someone pulls a stunt of like, it's either me or like this other thing you like. And I'm like, what's that? Have you seen that thing that's like... Or do you always bring it up that's like, did I choose wrong if... The, the wife and the Funko Pop things? Um, yeah, you're talking about the Am I the Asshole? Yeah, Am I the Asshole for leaving my wife for these Funko Pops? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, never put a person in that situation. Am I the Asshole for picking this hot 26-year-old over my kids? <laughs> oh my god. That would be the dad's Reddit post. Um, I would be like, yes. Yes, you are. So, yeah, they get home and... 
the engagement is off and the dad's like she threw this engagement ring at me she burnt my shake and then we find out that chessie and martin have been fucking in the hillside since they went on a, a romantic excursion or something days ago they went on a picnic and never came back they're lost somewhere there is like a horror movie about them oh my god they're surviving on grapes yeah in the vineyard what's like an animal that would come and attack at a vineyard a cheetah (laughs) why would there be a cheetah a kangaroo (laughs) a bear yeah so we have the scene where mom and dad go to the wine cellar and they're like talking about their wedding and he's like this is the wine from our wedding it took me forever to track down blah 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 and he's like you don't always have to be so brave because they're like almost gonna kiss you know Mm -hmm. and she says but i do but i do there's also why are you so protected elizabeth open up your walls before this moment there's the part when um when dad says goodnight to the girls before he goes down there with with the mom where they're on the bed with the dog they're like playing poker or something mm-hmm. and it's you see one girl's face and then the other girl is just it's just the back of her head but then she turns around because you think that's going to be Lindsay's double yeah and it's and she turns around and it reveals Lindsay's face and it's nice like i was listening to the commentary and about how the director wanted that moment because like you assume you're not gonna see that twin's face and so they yeah they have her turn around so it's just like a, oh thank god like it's not one of those like classic one face and we the can't scene, see but, you one yeah so it's they just do like do a, that twice at the end a relief though. moment of like her turning and it's like oh my god two Lindsays, thank goodness mm-hmm. but that's a moment that happens um the every time we say goodbye or whatever song that's playing um what <laughs> Each time we say goodbye, uh, say goodbye. Everyone's don't even try everyone's it. saying goodbye. Um, Annie and Mom are leaving for London. Mm-hmm. And it's a very sad. It's a rainy day, and when they arrive, well, I mean, this is this is also this is where they, we do get that. I think the director put it in that scene right beforehand because he knew that he was going to do it this here is a too, woman who or directs. they were going to do it. How oh, dare you? Not all get, directors yeah. are men. I'm sorry. You heard Maybe it. They took turns. Juan hates women. Go on. <laughs> oh my god. Well, no, no the producer he... was the husband. Not she's oh the only god. one that directed. No one was okay, taking so... turns. This was Nancy okay. Myers. Michael Myers directed this. Speaking of the hand soap, that's just called like Miss Myers. It's like that brand. I have what? the uh, okay the cleaner. Like, look, I have this air freshener one too sarah you think i can see you you still look like miss signo huh you still look like miss signo oh so you can't see here i'll send a picture to you i haven't been able to see you in hours (laughs) okay so but there's this cleaning supply stuff they make like soap and different stuff i have this like room air freshener but it's called miss mrs myers um but my mom okay work queen my mom genuinely thought it was called nancy myers because of the director nancy myers and i was like no that's not right like i told her like a month ago because she would always call it nancy myers but eventually i was like she's saying she's saying it too many times not as a joke like she must think that's what it's really called but it's not called nancy myers it's called mrs myers 
But Nancy Myers should buy up Mrs. Myers. Or Michael Myers's wife. Mike Myers's wife, not the killer. Mike Myers's wife. Ew. Should buy up the soap. Anyways, um what were we going to say? What the hell? Nothing. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to go off about Nancy Myers. Point is they leave for London when they arrive um, they think the grandfather is going to be in the chair. And Annie goes, hey, stranger. I thought it was going to be the maybe the dad. mom does. And then turn around in the chair. It's Hallie. And she's like, what up? We took Concord. And it gets you here twice as fast because we're rich. I mean, I guess they are too. But So Hallie and the dad are there. And the dad's like... I, I let you go without chasing you once. I wasn't going to make the same mistake again. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, what do you expect? She took she's like, what do you expect? Me to just say yes? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yes. And they live happily ever after. And they kiss. And that's that's a thing. So. And they get married on a boat. And then we have, this will be an everlasting, everlasting love. love. This will be. This will be. Again, everyone go watch that Dito Ritz lip sync. An everlasting love for me. So, by the way, this song, it's used in a lot of movies, obviously, but so many Hallmark movies. I can't tell you how many Hallmark movies that my mom will watch, and it'll start with this goddamn song. I'm like, learn another Mm. song. (laughs) Can you learn another tune? All they do is this song, my god. So yes, the parents get remarried on a boat, I guess the same boat another boat looks like it a boat theme party i don't know oh great marty's barking now and then chessie chessie and martin get engaged <gasps> he proposes Icons. and she says yes and that's the end of the movie and that's it folks why yes it is so now we can read some imdb reviews imdb 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 I am DB. Okay, I have two reviews from IMDb. One is negative, one is positive. Which do you want first? Negative. Okay. By the way, a ton of the reviews, I was surprised that so many people, I guess it's usually negative people that go and actually review things in general. But Oh, I firmly believe yeah, that, yeah. But there were so many people that were just shitting on this saying like not as good as the original blah 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 this is why we don't remake things and there's also a bunch of people talking about Lindsay lohan like as a person not like in depth but just like mentioning like sucks that she like fell off and like got into this lifestyle blah 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 and i'm like this is about the movie also i would like to see any of you whores like think that you can do better all right so this is by marion downing 427 and then it goes on but that's all i can read from here <laughs> who's jungle jim 47 whatever <laughs> it has the like hell. a dot 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 after the username so it's a long one this oh, was written God. in june 2017 it's one out of 10 stars and it's called two selfish parents have twins i don't know why the why other posters have said this movie is cute romantic filled with heart etc These two parents had twins and each took one and never let them know about each other or know about the other parent. The mother took one back to England and the father kept one in America. Then the kids meet at 11 years old at a camp in America, as if kids from London want to go to camps there and decide 
Thy wants their parents back together. Thy wants. The the father has a new fiance who he also didn't introduce to his daughter until two weeks before their wedding. Who does that other than someone selfish? His new fiance is only after him for his money, and he is only after her for the bedroom antics and young trophy wife benefits. Again, selfishness all around the two kids. Even when his daughter says she always wanted a mother. Why? Why is everyone vacuuming in my house? Are they cleaning the fans? Because they should come and clean mine. She dusty up there. Okay. Um, So is mine. Mine's a fucking mess. I'll have them stop by your house and do yours. Um, Okay, I'm going to keep going. Uh, Even when his daughter says she always wanted a mother, he still didn't tell her she has a mother. The fiancé is quickly removed from the scene by the two kids ganging up on her and showing her true colors. Yeah, good. It's not like they killed her. She's... She's they still, might as well have. She she had her own life in some spin-off movie that we'll never see. She has her own life. She and her gay best friend open up their own vineyard or something. I they think try to go She's a publicist. Rob right? someone. Yeah. She starts publicizing a rival vineyard to try to take away the dad's money, I don't know. Uh, she does negative press. In the end, the girls get what they want, and the parents end up together seemingly romantically and forever, because we can expect that from selfish people in a Hollywood movie. Alright, this last review is from Nate Watches Cool Mo, and then it's dot dot dot, but I assume it's movies. And it's written in September 2015. It's 10 out of 10 stars. It's called Wonderful Timeless Classic. Here we go. I will never not love Disney's The Parent Trap. It's pure escapist fun with a delightful setup that pays off big time with laughs, heart, and a classic story of mistaken identity. Lindsay Lohan, back when she still resembled a human being. See? Just shit like that. Like, you don't need to mention this. She still looks like a person. You still need to- You don't need to mention this. Um, is endlessly adorable as both sides of a set of twins separated at birth, who meet serendipitously at summer camp. Hallie is a laid-back California chick with attitude to spare, and Annie a button-down introverted London gal. They cross, they cross paths, became, become the best of friends, and each begin to yearn for the parent that they never had. Soon they hatch a cunning plan to switch places on their parents in hopes of getting them back together. At the end of the summer, Annie goes back to Napa Valley as Hallie, as Hallie and Hallie to London as Annie. That's when the fun really begins. Dennis Quaid displays his easygoing charm and mile-wide mile-wide smile as their father, a vineyard owner, vineyard owner, and Natasha Richardson, rest in peace, is heavenly as their radiant mother, a wedding dress designer. Veteran DOP Dean Cundy. This dude What? This dude looked up the director of photography. Dean Cundy expertly sails through London archways and sweeping sun-dappled valleys creating a gorgeous playground for the actors to bring in this ex- bring this excellent comedy with surprisingly mature emotional beats to life. The plot draws us in further as the girls attempt to sabotage Quaid's wedding to a horrible gold-digging banshee. It's all set to a lighthearted, comforting rhythm and looks fantastic on screen. I grew up with this one and keep revisiting it again and again. Okay, someone brought up the DP. The DP! Okay, deep. Oh, the what now? The DP. 
director of photography. Mm. There were a lot of yes, DP. There were a lot of cool shots in London that they did with like just the scenery, the Abbey Road shot. There was that shot where she got night at the museum yeah. by that one statue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have some tweets to read. These are from Ivy at They Call Me Ivy. Two wise. I have at least three songs from this movie on my movies playlist. Yeah, we all do. You're not special, Ivy. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Tie dye girl, what an icon. Their parents really like gambling. Oh yeah, the grandpa they fully. They do. The grandpa fully sends a new deck of cards with her to camp. Um. Teach them on the ground. Let's see. This is a Ivy reposted a tweet of hers from 2018 that says, "Do y'all ever think about the fact that Lindsay Lohan had to play someone with a British accent while simultaneously playing someone imitating someone with a British accent?" She inceptioned the shit out of this world. That's what I'm saying. Like, where was her Oscar for this film? She did such a good job. Um. They get an entire cabin for the two of them. Honestly, even I couldn't stand... Even if I couldn't stand someone, that's better than living with multiple people in a confined space. I feel like there were probably more people in Hallie and Tida Girl and Glasses Girl's cabin, but we just never meet them. They're unimportant. They don't I just I don't remember how many beds were on the roof, but... Um, they literally looked like four or three dead ass. They really only had one picture that they ripped and gave to their children. There were no other pictures that existed. Nope, just the one. Just the one. Um, let's see. I always thought the bridal bridal photo shoot scene was so much fun as a kid. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I almost bought that Parker Knoll shirt once. What I the wouldn't. Hell? I wouldn't buy a Parker Knoll shirt, but I would buy a Camp Walden shirt, if anything. Um, you would think Martin would get the hint with the "sounds just like your twin" statement. Oh yeah, when he picks up the phone, he's like, "Annie, this sounds just like you." Annie, um, is this literally you? Let's see. The reason I always say things gave me a fright, and I know the people that get the reference have taste. We say that a lot in my family as well. It gave me a fright. Um, let's see. If this bitch actually rang a bell at me, I'd throw it straight at her. I told yeah. you. Um, I used to think she said I got my first bow at 11. Bow as in B-O-W. And I was like, what does a bow have to do with anything? And then Ivy realized that she meant bow, like, B-E-A-U. How people say, like, their bow, their boyfriend or something. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. She could have just denied the fact that she's in it for the money, but hey, at least she's honest. Um, she is a villain with, like, a very honest villain. She's honest. Um... He's not going to wear any clothes to the pool and then take them off and be in the Speedo. He's just going to walk through a nice hotel in a Speedo. Hell yeah. He's brave. That's Martin. Um, the last 30 minutes always felt like an entirely different movie to me. I will say the last 30 minutes, like the camping scene and on, do feel like... I'm always shocked that that's the end of the movie. Because as a kid, I always felt like that was still the middle. But it, it really does wrap up 
very quickly at the end. I think it feels weird because, like, you would think that the wrapping up of this movie would have happened in that hotel room. Or, like, in that hotel. But now we're at a completely different location. Yeah. Um, Waking up to a bird on my chest would give me an actual heart attack. Oh, that's <gasps> right. I, I was going to say I love that bird. Um, let's see. Last time I watched this, I cried at this rain scene, even though I had seen it way too many times. Uh, Ivy's last tweet is... I stan Martin and Chessie, but I don't want anyone being proposed to at my wedding. Can't you okay. just share the spotlight, Ivy? It's not about you anymore. It's about the newly engaged couple. Thank you, Ivy, for your tweets. These tweets are from Grace, at DivaGrace13. I aspire to have as much confidence in life as Tie-Dye Girl. You um, should. Hallie in her lounge outfit in the isolation cabin with her red plaid pants and slippers is my comfort style icon. Hallie's just a style icon in general, I think. Um, yeah. Let's see. Why did he put a cowboy hat just to dri- put on a cowboy hat just to drive the car home? But when he was outside meeting Hallie, he wasn't wearing it. That's a good point. That's, he's a Napa Valley dad. That's what he is. Um. Before I turned 26 this year, I just kept thinking about how I was now going to be the same age as Meredith Blake. Also remembering how Dennis Quaid just married a 26-year-old this year, meaning his future wife was five years old when this movie came out and eight years younger than Lindsay Lohan. But hey, if they're both happy, you do you. Okay. That's a way to think about it. I never realized that, yeah. His future wife was five years old when this movie came out. Jesus. Okay. Um... And how old is Dennis Quaid? My favorite quote might have to be when Elizabeth says, I beg your pardon, I think I just drank ta. Oh. Um, when she does her, like, hangover mm-hmm. cure drink. I love Whatever this movie so much. Is. I'm definitely clouded by nostalgia and must ignore the terrible parenting choices made here, but I don't care. The movie is magic. The humor still makes me laugh out loud, and it's a family movie that everyone can actually enjoy. The soundtrack is excellent, and it's so easily quotable, and it's perfect casting, and it has the iconic handshake. Five out of five. This movie is a masterpiece. Thank you. Iconic. Um, these tweets are from Leela at Leela underscore Burns. Um, I haven't seen the original, so I can't give any fun facts about it. Sorry to disappoint. Has anyone really seen the original? I always meant no, to watch no the one. original, but never have. I don't understand when people are like, oh, this is not as great as the original from, like, 1953. Like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. Um, let's see... This is a pretty wedding. Too bad they're going to get divorced soon. Uh, Yikes. Tie-dye girl. The poker scene. Iconic. Where did they even get all that chocolate syrup? Did they steal from the kitchen and ruin meals for everyone else? That's a good point. They probably did steal from the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. (laughs) Um, I mean, they had to. Let's see. Oh, I think Leela brings up your your thing about the picture they are so sure the picture is ripped right down the middle but they each have only seen their half maybe the picture was taken off center and wasn't ripped in half who knows oh, that's a good point too uh the f word father <laughs> that, that fucker 
do do they edit the scene where Annie talks to Meredith when they play this on TV, or do they have Lindsay Lohan saying sex on Disney Channel? I think they do edit it. I feel like it jumps to right when like Meredith says, "Listen, you." I think they cut that part as well. If they cut the they- earring thing, the ear piercing scene, they have to cut when she says sex. I did for I didn't I didn't even like think about the fact that she like sex she says sex like a hundred times in that like scene. Not a hundred. It seems um, like a lot. Lilo said, "Chessie and Martin, I will pretend I don't see it. It's a fun movie. I don't know what else to say." Wow. So Lila doesn't stand Chessie and Martin. Okay. It's a hot take. These last tweets are from Emily. At Emily Jean Palmer. Emily just tweeted us um, at uh, like two hours ago saying I'm about to watch it. Will I make it in time? And I said. No. I said, yeah, probably. Just in time. It looks like. Let's see. It looks like eight minutes ago. She tweeted about the bell scene where Meredith rings the bell. So it seems like she's in the middle, maybe. But I'll read what you have, Emily. Um, okay. They were 23 when they got married originally. What kind of 20-something has a fancy-ass yacht wedding with a fireworks show? The 23-year-olds getting married around me usually are at a local American Legion. Or at the local American Legion. What? Why don't they just send the boy home? Doesn't he end up staying the whole time? I thought that was pretty big of them at this like girls only camp because originally i was like wow what a like binary camp just like girls only not even like everyone's there but they split them up but then they they let him stay there so i think that's some progress i don't know where he stayed where do you where do you think this little boy stayed in one of the the isolation kevin oh my god (laughs) they kicked everyone out of the of out of Hallie and Allie's old H- Hallie and Allie Hallie and Annie Hallie and, A- and Annie's old bunk and just gave him both um I want to be tie-dye girl for Halloween this year let's see my cousin and I still do the Martin and Annie handshake every time we see each other Hallie's such a little bitch don't come <laughs> for my girl like that uh there is no way one would wake up when the cabin is getting booby trapped in the middle of the night yeah, it seems like those girls took the sleeping pills that Meredith took. Because if someone was the hell out. putting string and water balloons and molasses all over my dorm room, I think I would know. Um, Annie's grandfather is my favorite person in the world. I have never understood why Annie got sent to that camp in the first place. Yeah, same. Meredith Blake, icon. Chessie is such a gossip, and I am here for it. And like I said, the last thing Emily has tweeted was Meredith's bell, I'm dead. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, and now, wait, Emily just said 50 seconds ago. (laughs) Okay, I see you're liking my tweets, so I'm probably not going to be done by the end of your recording, LOL. (laughs) That was scary. Yep. That was scary. I'm replying, Emily, I'm saying this is sadly true. Wait, okay, so what are your final thoughts on the film? I actually... Okay, I have some twists and turns and feelings. Because I love the camp scenes, and I think that's why I've stopped after every single one of them, because I'm like, okay, well, it's done. Um, 
I don't know. I It does feel weird that it doesn't end at the hotel. Like, you have to go through this whole camping thing. And then them, like... Like, mm-hmm. doing the whole... Ross and Ross and Rachel stop me at the airport thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of wish that whole, like... I wish they had pranked Meredith at the hotel. And then they would have re- done that whole, like... I don't know. I feel like there could have been a better way to wrap up that the ending. It just seemed kind of like... Here, like... It seemed like they wanted to get all their thoughts across. It does kind of feel like three separate movies. Like, I th- I still think it, as a whole, like, works. But, like, if you do think about it for too long, it is like, okay, the camp scene in the beginning seems like one movie. Like, that's, like, the Adams Family Values portion of the film. And then we have, mm-hmm. like, the, like, actual, like, scheming part where they have to... The, like, romantic reuniting part of the movie. And then we have the, like, camping trip to the end. It does kind of feel like three separate things a little bit. I mean, a clear, you know, beginning, middle, and end. You can say that about it. Um, What would you give it out of... Honestly, I would give it, like, a... A four? Like, it's not... It's it's a good movie. I really like it. It's just... I think it has its moments where I'm like, okay... Especially towards the end, because this is a two-hour-long movie, and I don't think it needed to be two hours. I mean, it could have been longer with all those deleted scenes. She didn't even meet the queen have. in here. Oh, my God. I think I like that they edited those parts down, though. I think I wouldn't have liked it as much. Yeah, the queen scene didn't need to be in there, for sure. And I think that ending that we talked about that they had i'm glad they cut that and yeah so i'm glad about that um i'm gonna give it five stars just because it is so nostalgic for me i do acknowledge that there is parts where it's like it does feel like like we said like it does kind of feel like three different things um Mm -hmm. and i think the camp portion in the beginning is my favorite and was always my favorite as a kid but overall i still love it this is a movie that like comforts me a lot like i remember i would put this on at the dorm if i was ever having like a shitty day or anything i would pop it in my dvd player and watch it because it's just such a nostalgic one for me makes me feel like a little kid again so yeah i'm just gonna give it five stars baby just like a little kid just like a little kid (laughs) so yeah five stars and now we can talk about the one the only Juan, who's Iris? Who is she, you may ask? Uh, Iris is our podcast artist. Um, She has done all our work except for our most recent Halloween work that was done by our friend Mara Wilson. Nope, Mara Dixon. (laughs) Um, I tried to goof, but I goofed. Um, But yes, you can follow Iris at Creamsicle Panda on Twitter and Instagram, or you can support her financially, fiscally, at... at uh, cream, uh, at patreon.com slash panda. Yes. There you go. Yes. And you can follow us everywhere at Planet Weird Pod. If you would like to support the show, leave us a review wherever you're listening. iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. 
Um, make sure you are following us, subscribed wherever you are listening. If that's Spotify, iTunes, Google Maps, Stitcher, Google Maps, Maps Quest, Yelp, all those places. <laughs> Watch videos on YouTube. Um, hoping to do another video in August after July ends because we're pretty busy this month. But keep your eyes peeled over there. Keep your peepers peeled. So search us on YouTube. Jeepers, creepers. creepers. Yes. And you can also support us on Anchor. Um, Anchor is another podcasting app where you can listen to our show. You can also send us voice messages or send us monies through the Money, app. Money, please. And there's links in the description if you would like to do either of those things. Thank you to the people that already support us. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, and Ivy Grape. Have She's we grape. used that one before? Ivy, what about Ivy? Grandfather. <laughs> Ivy Grant, no. Hmm. Grandfather. What about Ivy Chardonnay? That's not what this G. <laughs> Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything with the G. I just wrote it down before we recorded. I didn't really look into it. Is there anyone with a name? Dennis Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone who's Ivy, with the Ivy, go float down a river. Yeah. Ivy Gold Digger. <gasps> <gasps> That's oh, it. That was it. Digger. Okay. Um, anyways, thank you to those people. A um, couple reminders. We have another podcast. You can listen to us. Uh, it's called All Your Friends Are Queer. You can follow us at Queer Friends Pod on Twitter and Instagram if you would like to listen to that. New episodes have been coming out every week in July. This um, On the day that this Parent Trap episode premieres, we'll be talking about Juan's story. Um, so big episode over there. It, the episode is going to be all about Juan this week. So go listen to that if you would like to. Um, I mean, when isn't, when isn't it all about me, though? <laughs> We have a commentary on Feel the Beat, the new, well, not new, it came out in June, but the Sophia Carson Netflix movie that came out. Juan and I watched it and did a commentary track for it, and it'll come out on Friday, the Friday after this episode goes up, so look out for that. And next week, our episode will be all about the movie My Girl, (gasps) the 90s, starring Anna Klumsky and Macaulay Culkin and Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis. And it's available on Stars if you have that. If you have Stars, um, the bees and, are back. And you can also rent it if you want to do that, or maybe you own it on DVD. I don't know. But we're going to be recording our episode on that one next Monday on July twenty seventh. So get your thoughts in before then. If you want to tell us about my girl and how sad you were and how it made you afraid of bees, um, and that's about it. Anything bees, you want to say? Bees, bees. Anything else you want to say? Me? Who um, else? Bees? Bees. Bees, bees, they're good for your heart. Don't open up schools. COVID is still out there. There we go. Okay, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and hanging with us. Um, let us know your favorite twin, Hallie or Annie. Tweet us. <gasps> yes. And let us know. Um, and uh, yeah, this one goes out to Tide Girl. Shout out to her. You raised us. 
You raise us up. She raises so up. So we could climb a mountain. Thank you, yes. everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.